0: Hi, this is David Mastio, California editor for the Center Square, and this is California in Focus. As always, I'm joined by Kenneth Schrutt, a California reporter for the Center Square. Today we're talking about rising crime rates in California. Kenneth, before you go into the news, begin by explaining why these numbers can be confusing and what you did to sort that out.
1: If you look year over year between 2022 and 2021 for the number of total crimes reported, you will see a dramatic increase that goes far beyond the increases in the rate of crime. That's because many police departments simply decided not to approve and implement the new FBI crime reporting system that had been announced in 2014 or 2015. So they had six years really to adopt this new system, and they just decided not to do it, and they were supposed to, which means that there's a lot of data missing for 2021.
0: So we're comfortable that with this year's numbers, we're able to talk about real trends in crime with a sufficient number of police departments reporting.
1: Yes, we're back to more or less normal reporting figures. That gives us an accurate idea of what things look like in California.
0: So this year, what did the FBI report nationally and what did they say in California?
1: The violent crime rate across the U.S. as a whole decreased from 387 to 3807 crimes per 100,000 people nationwide. In California, it went up from 481.2 to 499.5 violent crimes per 100,000 people. Not only do we have a much higher rate than the national average, we also have an increase that was double the the national decrease. This suggests things are not going in a good direction for California.
0: How do California Republicans and Democrats differ over what's causing this?
1: A lot of California Democrats will point to organized crime as driving much of the increase. Meanwhile, Republicans will say that, A, this reporting is incomplete because so many people just don't report crimes because they don't think the police are going to show up. And if they do show up, they don't think people are going to be prosecuted. And you have a lot of district attorneys who will refuse to prosecute anything that isn't a serious violent felony. So officers, of course, won't often bother arresting people for crimes that are deemed less serious and probably won't get attention from a prosecutor.
0: So that's the reason that crime is up and arrests are down.
1: Yes, we do have a dual phenomenon here where crime and crimes committed are increasing significantly and arrests are decreasing significantly over 2019. In, let's say, California overall, we had a million or so arrests in 2019, down to just 750,000, 775,000 in 2022. So that's about a 27% decline in arrests.
0: Where is this phenomenon of rising violent crime happening? Is it just big cities or is it all over California?
1: Well, if we're going to be looking at arrest rates and crime rates, you'd think that it would just be the big cities, but it really is a statewide issue. So this decline in arrests, you can look at LAPD and San Francisco PD, the two sort of headline agencies in the state. LAPD made 54,000 arrests in 2019, but just 39,000 in 2022. That's a 28% decline. So just a little bit more than the overall state decline. SFPD made 14,337 arrests in 2019 and 10,249 in 2022. That's a 29% decline. Not that much more than the state average, which really just shows you that the decline in arrests and the increase in crime is, is not just localized to the big cities it's a real statewide issue
0: these numbers aren't a surprise to governor gavin newsom earlier this year he called out the national guard in san francisco to address organized fentanyl gangs and he announced an increase in the number of national guard some weeks after he he first called out the national guard what's gavin newsom's position in all this
1: he has a very strong interest in appearing tough on crime, and to a huge extent, he has followed through and acted upon that. San Francisco is really a stain upon his image should he ever wish to run for president. In San Francisco, he deployed the National Guard to shut down these open air drug markets. It really was quite a scene that existed in San Francisco before this. You could go out into the middle of the street and people are just hawking drugs. You can buy your fentanyl, you can buy your heroin, whatever you need. It was easily available and, of course, entirely unregulated.
0: Speaking of San Francisco, the mayor there has some proposals ready for the ballot.
1: Yes. Mayor London Breed, who has been in office since 2018, before San Francisco entered what many people call a doom loop of declining expectations and declining outcomes fueling each other, She's put out three proposals that some people largely support, even her former and current opponents. First of those measures is one that would decrease bureaucracy and ideological control by activists of the police department and allow the police to chase people who are committing felonies, including Committing retail theft and also allow for the use of cameras and drones and finding criminals, tracking them down, and arresting them. Second thing she's proposing is getting rid of a lot of the taxes for turning offices into apartment buildings so you could have more places to live because the vacancy rate in San Francisco is like 35% for office space which means you have 30 million square feet of office that's just empty because no one is go- no one wants to have their offices in downtown San Francisco anymore More people living downtown, she reckons, means more money and more businesses staying in the area, maybe even greater demand for safety. Third is also very interesting. She would require that if you are receiving county cash welfare, you would have to be screened for substance abuse disorders. And if you have a substance abuse disorder, you would have to participate in a treatment program and actually be actively doing well in that program and demonstrating some kind of progress in engaging with the program to receive your welfare cash payments. This is something that I've heard Republicans talk about for years, and seeing it happen in San Francisco would be a really huge win for London Breed.
0: Is this the beginning of a get tough approach from Democrats statewide?
1: I wouldn't count on it being a statewide thing. I think that Newsom has a lot of strength in San Francisco. That's where he was mayor of. That's where really he got his political career. His main backers are all from the SF area. And SF has just been, as I said earlier, a major stain upon his image. If you look back more, at the rest of the California Democratic Caucus, it's things don't look so promising. California Assembly Majority Leader Brian has refused to vote against anything that would increase incarceration rates. He voted against SB14, the bill that would have made trafficking minors a serious felony under California strikes law. He voted against that because he said he won't support anything that would increase incarceration rates. When Gavin Newsom and Elon Musk both went on Twitter to say, what the heck is going on here? that's the only time that he relented and decided he would abstain rather than vote against this measure.
0: I'm David Mastio with The Center Square, and we've been talking with Kenneth Schrutt, California reporter for The Center Square. You can read his work at thecentersquare.com. Thank you for listening to California in Focus, and please subscribe to our podcast.